We're back as a dynamic duo to do another episode, Richie, just me and you. Uh, well, Alex, did Alex have an excuse? I'm not sure he had an excuse, did he? He was just uh, unavailable. No. Yeah, I think there was a three for two offer in boots, I think, on the uh, <laughs> He's got a, uh, he's got, he's pulled his hamstring. <laughs> oh, good. Right. So, uh, I, uh, for the benefit of podcast listeners, uh, Richie's uh, background is, uh, I think, what does it say? Black, Blackburn away day, does it say? It's an away day guy, but it's the best one I could get with uh, right. what I think attendance will be. Oh, you do? Yeah, well, so um, uh, as, a, as to, to add to that, then there is a scattering of Blackburn fans uh, in the uh, in the home stand, uh, whereas it would appear our stand is going to be like literally standing room only, doesn't it? From what if what we uh, if what we read is to be is true and we have sold virtually every ticket, if not every yeah. ticket. It's do you know what? It's absolutely fantastic turnout. I think yeah. when it come out, I was thinking. Take four and a half, same as Coventry. I think yeah. you know, I think that's yeah. quite good for a Monday night, really. But um, to sell them all out, it just does just show you, doesn't it, that season ticket holders and members, how many fans we've actually got now. It's unbelievable. And the uh, the footballing world is boiling uh, with anger, uh, and they can't wait to criticise uh, every step, can they? Give you know some of the stuff we've been reading about how it's Wrexham's big day out and their cup final and all that palaver. It's uh, you know, it's very interesting to 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 read the embarrassing comments on social media. All I'd say is, just remember what happened in the Shrewsbury game. Yeah, you know, people come out and make these statements and that. And they say, oh, after it was missing true, you know, the, the journalist changed the wording and uh, twisted it around. Just yeah. don't say anything. Yeah, just be quiet Wait until the game's know. over, at least, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, sort of, sort of semi, uh, semi usual format. We'll, we'll go around the Wrexham news and we'll look at that stuff in a second, um, including some breaking transfer news that's sort of, uh, sort of starting to leak onto to Twitter specifically on social media. Um, so we'll do that at the end of the news section. We will go back and revisit the painful afternoon in Newport, which was not a fun, not a fun day at all. Um, uh, it was a very long coach journey, and it was a very unpleasant uh, <laughs> game all round, really. So we'll look at that, and then uh, we'll preview Blackburn. Um, and I've also I've already put a video out there um, of uh, uh, an interview I did with Dan from Rovers Chat, who's a Blackburn podcast. Um, so I'll put that at the end of the podcast as well, so people who don't uh, don't uh, watch us on YouTube um, can get the benefit of uh, a bit of insight from uh, a Blackburn fan. Um, uh, about what they're expecting from us, what we should expect from them, that type of stuff. Um, so if that all makes sense. So shall we start with some news? Yes, go on. Insert news jingle here. Do, do, you know, that's what we used to do, but I'm no, not doing that anymore. Right, so, oh, in fact, we, we shouldn't start with the news. We should, in fact, we should, uh, we should do some... Um, We'll do some plug-in first. I've decided to 
uh, I'm going to change my mind. So um, let me share my screen here so people can see. So let's give people the opportunity to do, do our housekeeping. So come and follow us on at Racecourse Ramble on Twitter. Um, and we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram uh, as well. Um, and we're on YouTube. So the easiest way is if people come onto Twitter, find us at Racecourse Ramble on Twitter. You can find the link tree there which will then allow you to go and find us on Facebook. Um, and we've all got a little Facebook group going there, a very small one, which is quite nice because it's not full of the usual rubbish. Um, the YouTube channel for the podcast goes on there as well, um, uh, as well as some of the sort of uh, exclusive interviews and stuff we do. And then the Instagram. Then there's a contact us form so people can contact us, tell us how good, bad or indifferent we are, give us some feedback. If people want shout outs, we can do that as well. Um, so that's fine. Um, so that's us generally. Right. I'm going to do a plug now, though. You didn't know this was coming, did you, Richie? No. Uh, no. And you're, at the end of this, at the end of this, at the end of this plea, it's a, it's a plea rather than a plug. At the end of this plea, Richie, you are going to, uh, you're going to throw money at me. I can feel it. Um, so um, if you go down my Twitter page, you will see that I am in, uh, in fact, it's what, uh, about th three months' time, uh, we'll be running the Manchester Marathon. Did you know that, Richie? Did you know I'm running a marathon? I did know you were, yeah. Thank you, mate. I appreciate you saying that, even if you didn't. Uh, so uh, so um, on that page, you'll see uh, a couple of posts um, where I've, uh, there's a good one from that I've posted today, um, from uh, photos from all my prep Um so I'm running for cancer research because in April, when I first started running, um, my mum unfortunately was diagnosed with throat cancer. So I decided to do something memorable for her uh, and also uh, raise some money at the same time. Um, so I'm raising money for cancer research uh, uh, and I'm doing the Manchester Marathon. So uh, that'll be pretty much, it'll be 12 months. So I'll have gone from basically barely being able to do a park run to hopefully completing a marathon, which is uh, which is good going, and it's not easy. Trust me. Uh, that picture there, for instance, on Friday night, that you see that one in the dark. While you yeah. were watching Coronation Street, Richie, I was running thirteen miles around Wrexham in preparation. You see, so this is dedication and good going. Um, yeah. So there's a link there which takes you to my uh, donation page. Um, uh, the goal is to get five hundred quid. Um, I'm up to hundred and ninety pound without really trying. To be fair. Um, I've been very lucky with some donations so far from people that have not needed much begging or uh, threatening uh, to send me some money. Um, so uh, if people if people have got a few pennies, that would be great. Please go and donate. Uh, I think I'm going to have to record this section so that every week I can just play it, so I can just keep plugging yeah. it, um, so that it's just a, a templated plea. Um, so if people could do that, that would be great. And that links in to um, just saying a, a big well done to um, Neil Smith. So I, I don't know if you kept up with that, uh, but he basically yeah. walked from sort of part of Denby to Old Trafford over the course of a few days. He completed that, which was really good. He ended up with over £5,000 worth of money, um, wow. which is going towards the uh, Mind, the mental health charity. So that was fabulous. Um, and he ended up getting a, a bit of a tour around Old Trafford. I think they'd arranged it and stuff. And he's been in the leader this week. So well done to uh, to my mate, Neil, who's done an amazing job. I'm really proud of him. Um, and he's still got links on his page, so you can still donate if you would like to. Right. So that's the self-plugging out of the way. Now let's get into the uh, the news. Where do you want to start? Do we start with the women? Yeah, we're working backtrack. Shall we start where we are at the moment and then... 
let's start with the uh, the ladies. So, uh, the ladies played. Well, should we start? Oh, should we should we start with injuries or should we start with the game? What, what should we? Where do we go? I think the injuries come up first today. Okay, let's do that then. So, um, Louisa Torren, um, unfortunately, um, I'm just uh, I'm going to use the Wrexham website just to uh, for some visual aids and some prompts. Uh, but I think she tore her ACL. Um, sadly, so she's out for the rest of this season. Uh, she's only 26, so she she should be able to recover from that. Um, so uh, obviously we've got to wish her well because obviously that'll be a bit of it be hard, but a bit of rehab. Um, and obviously um, you know it'll be a while, probably you know I'm guessing. Alex is is not doing bad around after his ACL repair, is he? Um, but uh, you know that'll be later on this year before she's back on the grass, etc. Um, so uh, we wish her all the, all the best. Um, hopefully she can uh, she can make a recovery from that. Um, the other one we had a retirement this week. Did you know that? Did you know that one? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Hannah Kerryakopoulos retired. Um, so again, um, hadn't been at Wrexham that that long this time. She's only twenty nine. Um, but uh, she's uh, not not been able to recover from injury, so um, has, has decided to call it a day. So that's a that, that's a couple of big players that are out of the uh, are out of the squad, um, which obviously um, make will make make life a little bit tougher for them, obviously. Um, and obviously that tied into the game last week. So unfortunately, they went away to Cardiff. Uh, I say unfortunately because um, they went away and, and lost three nil. Um, and uh, but Cardiff are the best in the division there, aren't they, Rich? So uh, yeah, are, you know, yeah. uh, I think the uh, the way they should be looking at that is basically that's the benchmark. That's what we've got to get towards. Um, that we've got to go about sort of for the rest of this season and start next season. Uh, got to go plan well and, and aim to go and knock them off the spot. That's all you can do, really, isn't it? Yeah, I just on the women. I think when I looked, I watched the, uh, I watched Captain Iron and watched a couple of games early on this season. Yeah, and nobody knew what to expect. If that yeah. does that sound? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they got a nucleus. Probably the squad might look. It's maybe you know twenty odd players, but nucleus of thirteen good players. Yeah. And I think when you start losing a couple, I know uh, Rosie Hughes was injured as well. Yeah. I think the second choice keeper, who she you know she did all right. Don't get me wrong, um, but she's learning the game still. So. You know, and then the centre half's missing. It just adds up a little bit. That it's just stretched you know, them a bit too much, hasn't it? That's all. That's all it is, I think. Against um, the top side, obviously it'll show. Against some cool. of the other sides, you might be able to get away with it. But obviously, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's as I say, that's a good point. And they just need to use it as a benchmark and just go right. That's where we know now what we've got to get to, um, and that's what they've got to work towards. You know, fill out that squad with quality um uh, and sort of keep the nucleus um and keep going uh, and hopefully hopefully at some point we'll hear some news about them getting a game at the race course again but um, nothing nothing obviously as of yet um did yeah. you watch any of the african cup of nations that crazy game yesterday that jacob mendy was in i watched the highlights this morning in work um on break of the gambian cameroon it was a hell of a game bonkers Bonkers, yeah. wasn't it? Because it seemed to all come late. I mean, I was following it sort of on Twitter in between. I'd come back from a, a work expo and I was basically dead on my feet. I, I was kind of just lying in bed, sort of caught a little bit of it. But it was, uh, it, it was bonkers stuff. A typical African Cup of Nations, to be honest. That's uh, They are just crazy games, aren't they? Yeah, um, I believe our boy got good reviews as well. Yeah. By, uh, 
um, some of the Gambian fans and people who are, you know, more of an expert watching them play yeah. than me. Yeah. Um, just amazing that um, five, ten years ago, that goal that Gambia scored and the, the handball one, which was clearly handball, probably would have counted, wouldn't it, five years ago? Yeah, without VAR. Yeah, it would have, yeah. And, it was, um, it was Thierry Henry-esque, is, is how I would describe it. Uh, do you remember his one for France? Was it against yeah, Ireland? It was, yeah, in the playoff, yeah. Against Ireland in the playoff, yeah. It was, I mean, I mean, when you watch it back, <laughs> it's hilarious, because <laughs> when you watch it back, it's really obvious how he sticks his hand out and yeah. stuff. But like you say, um, you know, you, sometimes once they slip through the net occasionally, don't they? Uh, especially with a, a substandard sort of quality officiating, etc. So... Uh, so, yeah, but again, like we said, uh, it's a great experience for Jacob Mendy. You know, he'll have gone away, he'll have played with some good players, he'll have played against some good players, uh, more yeah. importantly, which is which will sort of test him a little bit. Um, and obviously that'll stand him in good stead, obviously, when he when he comes back. So that's the benefit to us, isn't it, um, of that. Uh, and he's getting some, basically, he's getting some warm weather training, which, let's be honest, is like, what would we give now to be in the warm weather? <laughs> because know, it's pantsy. Yeah. He also just quite he may it may help his development a bit more because he played more defensively, didn't he, for them as well, a bit more defensively. I know what you're thinking, yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing, you know. Obviously, we want him to go both ways. A difficult position he's in, but I think that may have uh, stood him in good stead, like you said, against the people he's playing against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, as I say, whilst we haven't had the benefit and been able to use him uh, and potentially give somebody like McLean a rest or move him. Uh, obviously, it's great for him and his development and his future, basically. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's really good for him. Um, shall we? Shall we? Should we touch on some transfers? Because uh, we have completed one of a fashion, haven't we? Yeah. Um, if you could, uh, if you would call that as a complete completing one. Um, so, if I can just find that on the latest news page. Um, so um, we, every, everybody else should know this by now. Uh, and I think we all kind of knew it was coming. I'm not sure it's really, so it's not like a surprise or anything, is not it? Is it really? Um, when so we, oh, when he on. agreed to come, sort of in the statement, wasn't it? I think it was. Um, that it, yeah, I think it was implied that if everything went well, it would be made permanent in January. In some way, shape, there was a, I think there was a line in the statement somewhere, wasn't there? Um, so we've signed McNicholas. Uh, he's only 24, uh, and obviously we've given him a contract. And so two years, I'm in theory, until 2026. Although again, we've got no details if there's uh, uh, options uh, for for extensions or or what. But fundamentally, um, it looks like they uh, what they've seen basically they've been happy with. Um, we've we've seen him limited times. Uh, the Bristol Street Motors Trophy predominantly is where we've seen him. Um, yeah. And to be fair, I, you know, I saw him away at Crewe. I've seen him in all the... I think he played all the games, didn't he? Yeah, I saw him at Burton, uh, the home game at Burton. And uh, who was the other one? Was it Port Vale? Port Vale, yeah. Port Vale. Um, and he didn't... I, I wouldn't have said that there was, you know, there was anything there that worried you. He just needs to train with train with some quality uh, and get used to the, to the sort of, you know, the professional lev- levels that we've got, it, don't it, doesn't he? That's That's fundamentally what it is. Yeah, and I think there's a big opportunity there for him. You know, potentially he could be our number two next year. Yeah. You never know. Um, but, you know, he just needs to play his trade around professional football more, which he will do. And uh, he's probably learning every day off the off these lads. And what a put he's got, at least he's got Arthur till the end of the season. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully longer. He's not a bad keeper to learn off. 
Yeah, so we'll touch on that. Let's roll straight into that. So really interestingly, um, it was believed that the 15th, what was that, two weeks ago? nearly yeah. yeah it was believed that that uh oh a week just or oh, 10 days ago it was believed that the 15th was the date for the cutoff for arthur's um uh, recall op- option for arsenal but rich williams today has clarified that with phil parkinson in his uh, press conference uh so he's put that out uh, on the uh, on the leader website that it's actually today was it today it was today or was it yesterday I think it was today. Today was the day that uh, the recall contract, the recall clause expired. So, um, for clarity, it would appear now that we'll uh, we'll have him till the end of the season, um, which is good news. But it, there was quotes in there. I don't know if you saw it. There was quotes of him sort of saying he kind of wants to wait till the summer before he commits to anything, um, and that's the only. I think that's the only concern is that you know this guy is probably. Top end of League One Championship class, and will somebody else come and get him? Uh, I, that's the that's the uh, that's the concern, don't you think? Yeah, I think they've probably got a little secret agreement between themselves that you know he'll listen to Rexham's offer and consider it. I think that um, you know I think we'll still go up, so that's not an issue. It'll just be. Well, I think he'll have a few other offers, yeah. you know, because of the quality he's got. But you know. Not many people leave a winning team, do they? Let's yeah, unless you go to the Premier League or something. It's, um, I think, you know, you'd hope he does sign, but you know, if he serves, it serves his time with us, and we make an offer, and he decides to go elsewhere. It's unfortunate, but um, as, you know, very difficult to turn Wrexham down, which we'll come to in a little bit uh, of what we've read, and maybe, but all the things are there seem to settle for him to to progress, and then. He's got another, still got a you know goalkeeper. What is he? How old is he? Twenty-two? Is he? He's tw- well, yeah, I don't know when his birthday is, but he was twenty-two, I think, when he joined us for sure. So he's got twelve years left, doesn't he? Really? Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, he's just learning, and he's getting used to playing proper men's football. He did a bit of crew, but yeah. I think doing doing it, you know, and it's the extra thing that comes with Wrexham as well, doesn't it? The pressure, um, media coverage, and things like that. All them, which he's going to learn from as well. Yeah. No, so that's the uh, that's the Arthur update. Uh, where do you want to go uh, next then? Uh, so there's a couple of names come to come to light this week uh, that we can talk about. So there is Stephen Humphreys and Luke Bolton. Where should we go? Let's go with Stephen Humphreys, shall we first? So Stephen Humphreys was the one that broke in chronological order. That's the one that sort of seemed to leak out there. Can't even remember where we. Where did that come from? Can you remember? It was. I don't think it was the same source as no the important one, but it was a similar, a similar one. All right. Um, so it was a tw- I think, yeah. Um, so this just came that this the Wigan for I'm going to call him a forward because I think there's a little bit of debate about whether he plays as a wide in a front three or whether he is a striker. But um, so Stephen Humphrey supposedly um, is somebody we've identified uh, as wanting to bring in. Um, now. I, I think that some of the, the things I read were, um, uh, I think from what oh, from what I can gather, he's sort of. I, th- I think he's. I don't remember him playing in that Wigan game because, but apparently he did against us. Do you remember him playing? I think it's because they jumped towards behind the goal second half. Right, he was right in front of me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the same for me, but I just haven't got as good a memory as you. It would appear. Um, 
So, um, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have this outstanding goal scoring record, does he? Um, when you look at it, which I'll I'll dig up I'll dig up in a minute. Um, but what were your thoughts when you read or heard that, whichever whichever way it came first? What were your what were your thoughts? Uh, I had to check who he was. Yeah, same was well, same as me. Yeah, it didn't didn't sort of jump out as I knew as if I'd know who he was. Yeah, and I didn't think, oh god, he'd be a good signing. Yeah. Um, whereas <laughs> the others that we've been linked with previously, um, I would probably say are more out and out goal scorers. So, but there really, we're talking about. Um, oh. Johnson Clark Harris, I guess, aren't we? Let's yeah. uh, let's put that name out there again because he's still there. He's, he's Charlton. That move didn't come come to fruition. Charlton have subsequently sacked the manager, haven't they? Um, there's a little bit of chat that they've got some money issues at Charlton, uh, sort of rumbling around out there. Um, so I've just I don't know if you can see this. I've just shared his his the first thing that I could find, which was on transfer market. Um, uh, which will show us a little bit, for instance, about this season. So in League One, he's played 26 times and scored seven goals with three assists. Um, he started 70% of their games. Uh, 65% of the time he finishes uh, the game. And 26% uh, goal participation uh, ratio. So they sort of class him as a sort of... He's a centre-forward, but they can play him out wide. If you play in a front three, you've got that flexibility uh, to, to sort of get him on. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know that much about him. Um, it was a, it was very one that come out of left field. Um, he's played in Scotland, um, Wigan, Rochdale. So he's done a lot. He's done a lot around the sort of northwest, a bit of Fulham, Shrewsbury. Oh, there's a bit of Shrewsbury on down there as well. So, um, so he's been around a little bit. Um, but this at the moment is the only centre forward link that we've got, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which 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 makes it interesting. Um, so I don't know what I don't know. I mean, let's. I mean, is that somebody you would want Wrexham to break the bank to sign? Not break the bank, right. but my mindset's slightly changed in the last four hours because of the other player we're going to discuss shortly. Oh, okay. Because I just don't know whether he's had a little bit of a think, and this is this could be complete left field here. Yeah, it normally is when it's come through you, Richie, but that's all right, go on. <laughs> we may play with the option of three up front. Okay. And we, we remember, and then, we did try that in, earlier yeah. in the season against Wimbledon. We went 3-4-3 three, yeah. three away. Um, I'm just thinking, because of the players that we've been linked to, and I think maybe just seeing with him putting Barney up top as well, we won't go too much into that on Saturday, yeah. but the two players we've been linked with is Humphreys and obviously the guy we're going to discuss in a minute, yeah. Bolton. They both could play out wide of Mullen. Okay. Um, so I, I I don't know whether that's in his thoughts or not. I could be completely wrong, but I get why he could maybe go with a three. Yeah. The, he's not a prolific goal scorer, and I would take Johnson Clark Harris or even Alfie May because that that rumour surfaced again, isn't it? With the, yeah, I think that's that's coming because Charlton. Uh, if this yeah. seems to be getting out there again that they might have some financial issues, is what I've sort of picked up. Yeah. Can't verify that. But uh, so people are sort of, and he's been scoring goals this season, I believe, hasn't he? So, uh, yeah. so yeah, that would be interesting. We've actually, it's interesting because we've actually got the capability in the squad to play 
either a 3-4-3 or a 4-3-3, whatever he wants to do. We've actually got the, you know, you could push McLean up and bring Mendy in, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think would get the best out of McLean personally. Yeah. But that's just yeah. my, what do I know? Um, so we could actually do that. We would have to potentially, though, the challenge, what we haven't seen from Phil Parkinson, is you would really be wanting to uh, play the ball through midfield on the floor rather than getting it forward quick, because otherwise it doesn't work then. If we do what we did on Saturday, which is chip balls to Paul Mullin, you know, he's going to have two or three centre-halves, he'll just win the ball all the time, he's got no chance. So that would that's, that would be interesting. We'll, we'll watch how that one plays out in it and see, um, you know, because that would be a big fundamental change, uh, in my opinion. Um, to see. So let's touch on the other one then. So um, in the last, ooh, what's, where's this come from? In the last hour, um, this has come about. So let's, I can share the screen on this one because uh, it's actually somebody who's got a pretty good record um, with sort of tr- uh, transfer news, this. So um, uh, Peter O'Rourke on, on Twitter, uh, who I don't know whether he, you know, he, he calls him, he, he classes himself as a correspondent for Footy Insider. Um has put this article up um, saying that Wrexham have had a bid for Salford City. Well, they class him as a right back here, um, uh, Luke Bolton. Um, uh, well, that bid's been rejected, supposedly. So again, we've got we've got to take that at face value and then start to see what what happens. But from my little bit of digging around, because that wasn't a name that I knew either. Um, no. He's basically he's basically a, a bit like Fordy in the fact he can kind of play anywhere up the right-hand side. Um, now, my little bit of digging led me to a point where it looks like maybe one of the sort of, should we call him a utility player that we've got in the 22-man squad? Maybe they'll be looking to shift one of them out. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but work it out. If you think about which utility players we've got, there's, you know, that we uh, hardly ever see, the, the, you know, there's not many of them. Um, and that this guy's versatility is what they'll add to to replace that. Um, but what else? What else did you? What What were your thoughts when you when you heard uh, about this bid? I just. How bad is Ford's injury? Okay, it crossed my mind. Right, um, makes sense. With, with looking at him positionally wise, uh, but also he's not. We're not. We wouldn't be signing for goals if we were, uh, were looking at him. Because he hasn't got a great record. He's got a few assists, I think, because he got he's got a few this year. And I've not like, yeah, I didn't. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. You, you carry on talking. I'll bring him up on here if I can find him. And I just think um, he didn't stand out against us when we played him because I thought they were one of the worst teams we'd actually seen at the race course. But Salford. we got them right at a, right in the middle of that terrible run, didn't we? To be fair, yeah, yeah. So I just think you know maybe that's the way I just mentioned previously about maybe. Just a slight tweak in formation. I certainly think if we played that away from home, we might do a little bit better um, and turn them around, teams around. But you know, he's he's a good age, twenty four years of age, I think, as well. Yeah, he's he? only twenty four. Yeah, so you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously got some legs in it because um, the source you know, is good. You know, yeah. you know, there's lots of things that can happen between inquiring for a player and ending up buying them. But, you know, the source there clearly knows that there's been some interest in some way, shape or form. Um, so I say anywhere up the right-hand side is what they class him as. Um, 
Uh, so that that would suit a wing back role would obviously suit him, wouldn't it? Uh, but obviously yeah. he's got that. He's um, I saw somebody else uh, talking. Uh, sorry, I just dropped something on the floor. Saw somebody else talking about him as a potential replacement at Tranmere for Rob Apter when he went back off his loan uh, as a sort you know a mazy sort of tricky dribbler um, yeah. further forward. Basically, is is what they were sort of suggesting. So. Uh, yeah, that's that. That's really interesting to see where that where that where that one goes, because um, we've got no idea on fees and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm led to believe that 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 deal for Humphreys, if that it, it would be, you know, decent money, that uh, a big fee and some some big wages. So uh, we will we'll we'll you know we'll see see how it plays out. But uh, there's one thing between now and the end of the window, there's probably going to be two to three in, isn't there? I, I would have a guess, yeah. I think so. It feels like it's and it's starting to ramp up now because as teams get their sort of ship in order, they realise what players they can let go or what players they need to let go to make something else happen. Um, so uh, so that's what we'll see. But and, we, and obviously, Wrexham get used a lot for clicks, as we know. Yeah. So every you know you see this. Oh, such and such is linked with Arsenal, Chelsea, Real Madrid, and Wrexham, uh, just uh, <laughs> just to drive some visits to websites and stuff. Um, but that also means, I guess, um, that there'll be, and I suspect some of these players that, 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 that do drop out of the squad, whether they end up leaving or whether they just drop, you know, they might drop out like a Hosanna and, a, you know, we had Billy Waters, didn't we? And uh, who else did we have? McFadzi. Uh, but there'll be players dropping out of that squad that are, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if some of them are sort of fan favourites that have been long-term servants at the club. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of... Uh, what you know, what comes in, but you know, we we're going to enter that period where some of the players that we really like start to sort of start to get sort of moved out, won't they? Yeah, they will. And the McFadden one's interesting to me because who have we took out the squad for him to go in? Uh, no, so you do yeah. Well, so technically, I, so this is what we said. I can't remember we said it last week. So what I'm not, what I don't know is whether just in the transfer windows you can play who you want. Or what I think happens, actually, so uh, but uh, uh, somebody else with more knowledge will tell you. I think each week you can uh, submit a 22 and just change somebody week to week. So Mendy would have dropped out because he's in the African Cup of Nations and then they put McFadzine in. That makes more sense to me, but it could just be you can play who you want and I could be wrong. But that's it would have been basically it's it's Mendy for McFadzine at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. uh, into in that in that sort of scenario, um, but I could be wrong. You maybe you can just play any of them. We'll have to see who else. Like if Bryce Hosanna suddenly magically ends up on the bench one week, it's it's you know it's probably play who you want. But I'm under the impression, and I don't know why, but I just it it just makes sense that you've still got to submit a twenty two, but we'll just let you change it as as players come and go and you're in the window. We'll let you we'll let you update us every week. Does that make sense? Um, have, have I articulated? Yeah, Bryce did make an appearance, didn't he, on the bench? Was he sub? Was uh, he a su- yeah, he's sub somewhere, wasn't he? That, I think you I'm might gonna, be right. I'm going to say Barrow, I think. New Year's Day, maybe. Could be. It could be, be, could be. And I'm not sure when Mendy went. Uh, do you know what I mean? The crossover. No, yeah. Mendy, yeah, no. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that one. But I think I I think that's how it works that you can just submit a twenty two every week or whatever. But uh, we'll we'll because because all this is new to us after so many years, it's changed drastically since we were last here. It, and there's yeah. no there is no easy way of finding out some of these rules. It's a nightmare um, trying to find them out. So we'll um, 
hopefully one day we'll get to speak to somebody who can explain this stuff to us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, any other names that you've heard? No, I just, just a little bit on Johnson Clark Harris. He didn't. Oh, yeah. He wasn't in the squad again yeah. last night. I did look. Now this lad is contracted out in the summer. Yeah, so is. they'll definitely be to trying to sell him. They've got to in the next six yeah. days. They've got to sort of say, Charlton, if you're buying him, you're buying him or not. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it's a free for all. Then if he doesn't go to Charlton, yeah, and they're going to see whether they can pay the most, aren't they? But you know they ain't going to get a lot of money for him, are they? With no, the longer it goes, the, the more desperate they'll get because they're going to get nothing yeah. for him in the summer, um, yeah. uh, which is beneficial to the player. Uh, and that might be the player's preferred option. That's the, that's the caveat to what you're saying, is it might benefit. He might think to himself, I'm not bothered because I'll get twice the wage as a free agent because they don't, yeah. the club don't have to pay a fee for me. Um, so it might actually benefit him to do it that way. Um, but the, in, in theory, that Darren McAntony isn't stupid, is he? he, he you know, he's exper- he might say stuff that contradicts what he actually does, um, but I think they'll be flogging him desperately in the next week. Yeah, there's that. And I mean, I'm not sure what wages he's on at Peterborough. I'm not, I'm not sure. But when they signed Tishmanga, that had to be a loan then to be completed in the summer, didn't it? Yeah. You know, but that, sometimes that's just because of how late it is in the window. It's easier yeah. just to do that, isn't it? Um, it's easier to do a loan deal than it is to do a proper full-on transfer. So sometimes that's that, that's there. Uh, but I mean, he actually said he could get, He actually on his podcast, he actually said the words, Wrexham can pay him more than I can. So, mm. you know, whether that was a throwaway remark or what, because he runs a tight ship there and predominantly they're trying to, Darren Ferguson trying to, trying to work with a lot of youngsters, isn't he? Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, they'll definitely, you know, they'll definitely, uh, he could go as low as 250 grand in, in this next week. Yeah, definitely. And uh, obviously just, I don't know other people have been talking about the lad from Ireland again, haven't they? He's been, uh, he's been mentioned. Ronan uh, Hale. Yeah, but I think we're all in exactly the same boat. We're all just clutching onto straws. Yeah, because there's nothing, is there? Really? No, it's it's it, 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 they are very good at keeping stuff till very late, is what I would say. Um, yeah. You know, and Humphrey did talk about that uh, at the at the uh, on some podcasts and at the uh, Gwersal Reds meeting. He, you know, there's so few people at the club who actually know about the transfer news. It's easier. They're not perfect, obviously, but it's easier to keep it lo- on the on the lowdown. Does that you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's one of the things that they're really proud of um, in terms of that. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see how that one develops, shall we say? Uh, and what else? Because I think we're gonna have a crazy week now. Because obviously, you know, the way it would normally works, you, you might identify two or three players for each position that you feel you've got a need for. So this week it might be Luke Bolton. Tomorrow it might be. Somebody else, mightn't it? You know, the, all the names are going to be coming out now. Yeah, I think I would. I'd be very surprised if we don't see one in, in this week. Uh, defender, midfielder, attacker in the one in each different uh, area. Yeah, I, I. That's my gut feeling as well. They'll strengthen all areas if possible. Um, but yeah, let, well, let's see. Let's see how it plays out. Um, okay, uh, let's have a break, and then when we come back. <laughs> We will revisit Rodney Parade, if that's all right with you. Oh, oh, not the Champions League final, just Rodney Parade, is it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think it was the Champions League final, wouldn't you? But, yeah, I, you it know, was, yeah. it was, oh, yeah, we'll go, we'll, we'll revisit Rodney Parade, if, we, if that's all right with you. Yeah, no worries. Hello, everyone. 
Matthew here. I just want to interrupt and take this chance to tell you about a brilliant Wrexham company that support the podcast, and they are MH Travel North Wales. Mike and Hayley from MH Travel are running a fabulous coach travel business that are intent on making your travel to Wrexham FC away games as painless and enjoyable as possible. With dedicated seating, a lovely 48-seater executive coach which has six exclusive extra legroom seats, dedicated pickup points and a desire to deliver the highest of standards, they really are the best choice for away games for Wrexham FC. Find them on Facebook by searching MH Travel North Wales where you can message them to book your seats and ask questions or go to their website mhtravelnorthwales.co.uk I'd like to thank Mike and Haley for their service when we've used them on a few occasions um, and for being so positive and supportive about our podcast. Right, that's enough from me. Back on with it. So let's revisit the pain that was Rodney Parade. What was, uh, how can I say this? Uh, how did you watch the game? <laughs> well, how did you listen to the game, Richie, or what did you do? Uh, I watched it. I uh, can't reveal my source, <laughs> but uh, I watched it. Um, did, it did it just appear on the internet somehow, did it? Or... <laughs> yeah, it did for some reason, yeah. yeah just funny, funny that. Funny it is, funny, yeah. Um, I wish it hadn't now, but, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you there. You it could have been worse. I mean, you could have been. Um, I took the uh, lovely MH Travel coach. I believe you've been after my seats, is what I was told by Haley. They're going to start putting badges on them now. I think uh, she she did say uh, she was going to stitch our logo into the headrest of the uh, the uh, extra room executive seats that they have on their uh, uh, on their coach. Um, so uh, so yeah. Uh, we took the MH travel bus down, which was fabulous, as a, as always. So that was, what is it, three, three and a half hours or whatever with your stop. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as we got into Newport, I was really excited. There was quite a few flags out, etc. Uh, really thinking that it, despite the fact that we were... Uh, the, that we were, uh, you know, we got some injuries and, you know, that potentially we had this cup game and there were some changes coming. Uh, I still thought we'd be able to turn up and do a job. Uh, then the team news came out. Uh, what was your thoughts? And the reason I ask you what your thoughts were when the team news came out, I want to read you. I, I'll read you a message. Let me see if I can uh, um, see. Oh, the, the first message I had off one of my mates who was watching the, was watching the game as well was, uh, "This is at three minutes past two, right?" I'll be amazed if we get anything out of this game. <laughs> that was just after the team news came out. Um, so what were your thoughts when the team news dropped? And I guess fundamentally, uh, we should put some context to that, shouldn't we? Um, to see what the lineup yeah. was. Um, so I'm going to use, uh, we're, we're migrating today to, uh, um, uh, can you see that, by the way? Uh, not yet. Okay. See if you can see that. Is that any better? Yeah. 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 Uh, so we migrated, is what, uh, what I would say, to... Um, to a slightly different for uh, team, uh, ever so slightly different, uh, which I will show you now. Uh, no, I won't. I will. It was here, match centre. There it is. I think it's me. It's me looking around all the other fancy, uh, all the other fancy things that they do. Um, so basically, uh, James Jones came in instead of Cannon, didn't we? 
um, yeah. which was the um, which was one of the ones I was querying. Uh, Barnett started. Was that Bar- I've, I've lost track now. That was Barnett's first start, wasn't it? Since his injury. Yeah. That was his yeah. first start. Uh, and Will Boyle came in at the back. Um, and obviously, a couple of things changed on the bench. Um, I mean, like we had to put. We've got Bickerstaff and Palmer on there, for instance. Um, uh, or Dolby did Dolby started. Dolby obviously, started. Fletcher. Uh, had sort of gone out. So what we 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 sort of kind of didn't touch on the injuries. So what we what we learned once that team news came out was O'Connor's got a fracture in his foot. Uh, Fletcher, I can't oh, I can't remember the, uh, the 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 whole thing now. Fletcher strain wasn't it? I think some sort of strain. So he needed a rest. Um, uh, the some of the other guys hadn't had much trade. They were hoping to bring some of them back in the re- in the reserves, weren't they? But that game got cancelled last week, so they played t- yesterday. Hayden and Tony Cliff have played in there, so they're getting getting closer. Um, and we did we hear about Cannon? I'm not sure if we heard about. No, still not sure. What, still nothing, uh, nothing concrete, was it? Um, no. So we had we, there's there's some sort of there's some that are they're, they're monitoring or waiting for other scans, etc. Um, so basically, um, so that's that was the team news, and that was at three minutes past two. That was the text message I got. The fact that you had some of the faces that you were pulling that implies that you were of similar thought, or what were you thinking? Aaron's going to say, oh, because he got sent off, not whatever. How he starts over Owen O'Connell, I do not know. I think yeah. maybe just because he's on the left hand side and he's left footed. That's yeah. the only reason I can see for him starting ahead of O'Connell. So you're talking about Will Boyle here. Let's let's yeah. see. Because he came on, I'm gonna say a couple of home matches ago, and I went, it's a good job we're so many we're so far up with with so many goals in front. Because he's just not the player that I think Parky thought he'd signed. He's not um I thought the Newport game would shoot him down to the ground as in the fact of that roll our sleeves up. It's going to be one where backs against the walls for a little yeah. bit yeah, yeah. and defend properly, not place of the thirds, because when he comes on the floor, I don't think that's his best attribute. Okay. But that, you know, the Fletcher one was a bit of a surprise, but then I did say he needed a rest because he'd done a lot yeah, of, I thought that. Lot of starts, um, which is unfortunate that obviously Dalby had to get taken off because uh, we know, obviously, we know why. James Jones really shouldn't have made too much of a difference. Um, you know, and again, another workman type player who that fixture would have suited him, I have thought as well. Yeah, I just think we just didn't look at the races, did we at all? Okay, well, so let's put it into let's encapsulate it. So, um, so you were so we, we you were a bit we were all a bit surprised uh, at the team lineup. Because some of the stuff yeah. we didn't know, did we? Like the injury and no. stuff, uh, we didn't know. The injuries, we didn't know. Uh, so some of that, a lot of that is he's had his hand forced, hasn't he? So he's having to stretch. The, this is stretching the squad now. And this is the point is uh, as you get better and as you want to progress through the leagues, you have to get more quality players. And, you know, you have to improve even the squad players that don't play all the time. You have to try and find ones that are better, that understand that it's a squad game and won't play every week. So yeah. that's the that, that that's that bit. So we start the game, and what? How far in was it? Was it ten or fifteen minutes? Oh, hang on, I have got it on here. Seventeen, something like that. Eighteenth minutes. No, oh, it doesn't tell me this. Eighteenth uh, minute. So eighteenth minute. Because um, this is a t- it's been, it was a talking point for a, for a small period of time for some people. Um, in the eighteenth minute, Boyle takes a a first touch on the edge of his box, roughly. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I don't think it's the best first touch. And then no. commits a slide challenge. Um, and a player, I can't remember who it was. It might have been whatever. I don't know who it was, so I won't say any. Uh, somebody is on is holding their knee, rolling round on the floor. Now, from where I we we were on the we were at the side stand, not behind the goal. We were in the side stand, so that was basically as far away as possible for, from yeah, us yeah. in that first half. Um, we couldn't tell for sure what had happened, uh, as it you know had he made any contact or not. But the first thing I thought was. Well, it looked a bit reckless and out of control, and then you've given uh, you've given a ref a decision to make, and we know what referees are like. Whether you know they can make horrible decisions, can't they? Um, yeah. And then eventually it became uh, it started to come through on social media. Some clips, uh, people have sort of screen recorded, a screen grabbed, and stuff. There was a video that went round, uh, and pretty soon I just thought, well, even if he hadn't touched him, modern day. If you're reckless and out of control, they will either book you or send you off. You can you can argue whether that should be or shouldn't be the rule, but it is, and it has been for a while. Um, and I actually thought, watching the video, I thought he did catch him, but it was hard. I was watching it on my phone. I think it was actually you. I did I message you? Did I message yeah, the group? And you, you said I, yeah. you'd seen it, and he had caught him. I think was that was that yeah. roughly right? Yeah, over the top. Yeah, and, he caught, and yeah, he 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 caught him. Um, and then there was this great debate on social media about how he had or he hadn't and he, whether it was or it wasn't. But the telling, the final nail in the coffin should be when Parky comes out and say, basically says um, he has no argument with the red card. Uh, and he said, if you would have freeze framed it, it would have been a red card. Uh, and there was no defence of Boyle. There was no, I'm going to appeal it. There was none of that, was there? Um, no. And apparently he was going mad on the touchline. People were saying, oh, it can't be a red card because he was going mad on the touchline. Um, so let me tell you this. Managers are actors. yeah. <laughs> Footballers are actors, aren't they? And Phil Parkinson's job at the moment that that, that, that tackle is made is to try and uh, act with the fourth official and the ref to make that seem not as bad as it potentially was. Is that, That's fair comment, isn't it? That's what he yeah, has yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, so I suspect... He was doing that. There is a, there is a another. He could have been going mad at Will Boyle, but I doubt he would have done that publicly. Ala Troy Deeney. I think he was going mad, trying to say that's not a foul, that's not a foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dived, whatever. But in his mind, he clearly knew that that was a foul. Um, I, I think I haven't seen the comments about him going mad, but the only thing I can say to that is, is that there was an incident just before the sending off, wasn't there? Will okay. Evans caught Boyle or pushed him or something, and we got the free kick in our favour. Um, so I don't know whether it's sort of Hang he's trying to say, or like if he even did up type of thing, foul on foul, yeah, you know, okay. he's done him, he's done him, whatever. Yeah, that type of that type of thing. Um, just from that, whatever. But I'm going to put it down to stupidity and lack of game time as well, because yeah. I think that does. You know, yeah, training factor. and match, factors match fitness. It, it factors in. Yeah, he wasn't course, wasn't sharp, was he? Um, no. He wasn't. He wasn't match sharp. Uh, so both physically and mentally, he wasn't match sharp. Uh, and he's made a decision that's cost cost everybody there, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. But like you say, there is also an element of, of an element of that is you know you he should be an experienced pro, shouldn't he? With signed supposedly this experienced pro that should know. 
is he should know his limits even when he is fit. You know, that's what that benefit of experience gives you, doesn't it? And if we've watched Newport, he's a little pest, isn't he? That's being polite, Will Evans. He is a pest. Was it him? I don't even um, know if it was. I, yeah, it I was said it, it was him, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. He was a pest for the whole back three yeah. all afternoon. And I think it took something like 65th, 67th minute for him to get a yellow card. And I was flicking between the commentaries and I listened to what Barry Horn said. And he said, if he'd booked him in the first half, it would have completely changed his game. Maybe. Because he, yeah, he went it. through... He must have committed, he said. I think he said, quote me, five fouls Will Evans had made before he got a yellow card. Right. So he'd put the referee. And he said <sighs> he got under the skin of the Wrexham players. That's really what yeah. he basically was saying. Yeah, and it adds to the adds to the misery, doesn't it? Um so yeah. I think I you know, when I watched it back, I I right rightly or wrongly, I think I, I wrote on Twitter, here endeth the career of Will Boyle. Because that's what it yeah. felt like, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not sh- um he was already under under a bit of pressure. Um, you know, he was bombed out after that Stockport game, basically. Well, after the 5 nil, he was yeah. one of the, I can't remember how many players, but, you know, there was a few of them that have hardly seen action since that 5 nil. Uh, despite the fact he kind of started the season looking like he was going to be the left-sided centre-back. So uh, so his performances, alongside the, the growth and emergence of Tom O'Connor at left centre-back, leave him in a bit of a quandary, don't they? So I'm not sure... Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's. It'll be interesting to see what sort of future he's got. Whether he can resurrect it, a la Andy, uh, like Cannon, or whether he is, you know, he is going to wander aimlessly now. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but uh, I, it doesn't look good at the moment, does it? No, I think he. Um, and I don't want to, you know, just pick all the bones out of him. But he made a mistake against Burton at home yeah. when he got. He was sort of Trophy. led to. Lead the uh, the youngsters type of thing or the understrength, the yeah. non first team yeah, squad, yeah. and then he obviously he's made another mistake where he's probably going to say, "I was a manager, I'd say I can't trust him." Um, yeah, and yeah. he's got to have that, and he and he should have trusted an experienced pro, like you say, from the level he's come at as well. He just needed him to bit of. Do you know what you think of it? You think even if he just put his foot through it. Yeah, and a tough well looking off the manager. Stay on your feet. That's I mean, what I would have done. If he, uh, if he, or even if he clatters into the player, you know, if yeah. you stood up and clatter into him, you, at worst you get a yellow card, don't you? Yeah. You know, worst thing. But anyway, that's the benefit of hindsight, I suppose, and, and experience. Yeah. But uh, that was, uh, and that was a game changing moment. Now, despite that fact, Wrexham never really got going. Never looked like we got off the bus, is, is the phrase I use sometimes. It was like, you know, we were not at the races. Um, I'm just looking on um, on who scored at some of the uh, ratings to see uh, if for us to pick the bones out of to see. Um, I think it's uh, a Conquo got man of the match. Uh, and to be fair, he pulled off two really good saves and he's got no chance with their goal um, because it goes... Right in the top corner, that header does. It's, I think it's pretty. You know, it's the. It's it, it was it was just an unbelievable goal that happened to be the the one on the day, didn't it? Yeah, and just to put a bit of uh, evening out a bit. I don't think we would have scored if Boyle had stayed on. I, I said really that. Did. I just don't. I don't think it mattered uh, in the grand scheme of it. We were just never at it that day. I think, it, it, and I'm going to say this is not sour grapes by any way, any way, shape, or form. 
Yeah, but I think Newport were 14. Yeah. You know, we were still in the game. We shouldn't have been in the game. Correct. Yeah. We should have been out of sight. Yeah. You know, I don't want to take a hammer and never would do. But, you know, Newport could have, should have got, that game should have been completely gone with 20 minutes to go. Um, and it shows a lack of their strength, really, that the game wasn't finished. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't disagree with you at all there. Um, I thought uh, just to pick out a, 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 another player that I thought did well. Uh, I thought Cleworth did okay. I thought he did really, you know. Uh, I thought he he did well. I don't know what they've given him. They gave him a six point four here. They, they've said Tozer had a better game. I thought Cleworth was really tidy actually. Um, but I feel I'm just I really feel sorry for Paul Mullin. In the fact that it was Dolby that came off, we asked Moles to play up front on his own, and then we sort of uh, very quickly, too quickly, reverted to the to the back five by bringing O'Connell on and taking Dolby off, and uh, we were lumping long balls to Moles for I don't know how long. For forty five minutes, we were lumping long balls to him. Um, you know that's that's like Dean Keats days with Paul Rutherford, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's if anything, when he put when he did his halftime change. Yeah. I thought that's positive. Do you know, putting Barnett up front with Moles for a bit, and I thought, do you know what? Even if we lose three yeah. 0 it shows a bit of positivity, doesn't it? Yeah. That we're trying to get back into the game. Yeah, yeah. And we, to be honest, we should have lost by more. They were hopeless in front of goal, weren't they? There was a couple yeah. of chances they had where they got through. Um, I just, um, I've been digging around who scored just to see what, uh, what some of the sort of some of the interesting tools that they've got here. Um, and they have a match summary here, which I think is quite interesting. So, um, uh, they have a strengths, weaknesses, and styles uh, sort of section here. So I just thought we'd have a look at this quickly today to see whether we agree with it or disagree with it or what. So Wrexham's strengths apparently we stole the ball off and from the opposition. So I haven't got a stat for that. Um but that was our strength for the day. That's as good as it got for us on the day. The weaknesses we were poor at finishing. I'm not sure we created enough to say that we were poor at finishing. The only real chance I can remember was the Mull's header. Um he had one ha- a chance from a header which which he didn't take. Um, weaknesses. We were aggressive. I guess that comes from the red card, from the from the from that. Um, yeah. Gave away a lot of free kicks around the box. Again, I think that's limited. That's because we're trying to stop people breaking and attacking on us. Um, so I think that's possibly that. Uh, we're caught offside often because we're lumping long balls, hoping that Mulls can get in behind. That was that was that was our only plan. It appeared on the day, which was really disappointing. Um, and in terms of styles, we played with width. Which we do because obviously we've got wing backs, so I guess that's a that, that's a, an interesting one. We favoured long shots. Well, we didn't create anything in the box apart from that 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 Moles chance. So that's all we were we were left with because we were playing in front of them and not behind them. Uh, we favoured the right hand side and we favoured long balls. Um, uh, and statistically, for interestingly, we favoured Barney's side when he was back significantly because you know, it's been McLean's side really that we've been favouring. Um, yeah, but it was uh, significant. We went from a thirty percent uh, sort of uh, possession down the left side to forty-seven percent down the right side. So uh, that was, uh, I thought, that was quite interesting. So what, what? Just briefly, what are your thoughts on that? I think I think Barney looked good. He did, he did a move in the first half, which fair yeah. news to him. I, mean, I, I applauded it myself. Here, did it break it. your did it break your ankles while watching it? Did it? <laughs> Good. He was good. He, he was a good little move. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, 
do you know what? I think they've been a bit generous there, shots wise. I think, uh, you know, for like you say, just the mole's chance, really. Here's one for I don't know what your point of view is on this. Would you have took Elliot Lee off and left Albion and maybe played a little bit more direct to him? No. And we played direct to Moles, didn't we? Yeah. But I no, I understand the point. Yeah. I understand yeah. the and point. You know, it's everyone's got yeah. a different view, different opinion. Yeah. But I would have. Yeah, okay. So that would have been your move. So my move, yeah. um, and I, 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 my move was to go switch to a back four and go four three two. Yeah. So keep the midfield as it was. Yeah. Take one of the centre halves off. Um, well, one of them walked off, didn't he? Um, but keep keep Dolby and Mulls up front. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just play uh, Barney on the right, McLean on the left, Clareworth and Tozer. At least for ten or fifteen minutes to see if they could cope with what yeah. Newport was going. Um, now, if they'd have scored in that time, hindsight says that was the wrong mistake, did it? That. Um, yeah. But they scored regardless. This, you know, um, they'd, uh, you know, they'd, they'd got a goal to win the game on the day anyway. So I thought that was the move to go four three two, and then after that point, you were probably going to have to sacrifice one of the forwards if you were struggling, mm-hmm. either for a midfielder or a defender, whatever, however you wanted to protect the uh, our goal in effect. Um, so that was my preferred move, but you know. Uh, maybe you see this thing, this this stuff that we don't know. So maybe there was injuries that made that difficult. Um, mm. or maybe Parky seen something in training. Maybe they've tried that because they'll practice this type of thing in training. They'll practice with ten men. Um, yeah, there was just obviously something that day that he decided. But not for me. I would have gone four three two for ten or fifteen minutes, uh, and then you know then then reacted. But um, if you know you've got your way of doing it as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which was uh, which was to. Uh, which was to sacrifice Elliot Elliot Lee. Um, it was your thing, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would have just. I think he hasn't been in great form. Yeah. As well, but then again, we've got to remember he set himself such high standards. Yeah, uh, it's relative. So great, yeah. not great form for him is still better than some others, isn't it? And he yeah. does work hard, irrespective of that. He does. He, he's 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 unusual for a, for his type of player is that he works hard. Because those, yeah. those type of players don't often run. He must have... I think he won the ball on occasion in the first half and his head lifted up and he just thought, I've got one option. Yeah. Well, there wasn't even an option, really, because it was two of their lads, Mark and Mullin. Yeah. That, and he that, just thought he didn't have an option to play the ball. That was the frustrating thing. If you look at my Twitter timeline during that game, uh, I was moaning because I was frustrated that we were just lumping long balls to Paul Mullin. And what we should have been doing is using our, you know, it's easy to say, but we've, we're supposedly, my, in my head, the theory is we've got these three, even with James Jones, uh, we've got three players that supposedly is good enough for League One. So we should be using those players, their experience and their skills, because what we what you said about Newport was exactly right. They're not a good side, so we should have been we should have been good enough. Um, to deal with that if in midfield, uh, and we don't, we bypass them all the time. You know, Cleworth was having to defend. He'd, he'd, he'd get on the ball, and there was no midfielders showing for him, and his only option was to hoof it up the pitch, knowing that Mulls has got a very little. And that's no no knock on Mulls. Mulls shouldn't be doing this. We no. should be playing in a way that where we we you know, especially more centrally, centrally and from and from the wide, it's not fair just to say uh, centrally, but we should be making chances for it. We should be creating tap-ins for him. 
Um, yeah. and we don't do it enough, and that's something I think we've got to get better at. Uh, I think we, uh, you know, I would. It's not the way I would do it, but it's you know, Parky's way is working at the moment. It just obviously it didn't on Saturday, did it? Yeah, I think, I think the way we changed it on Saturday, we sort of treated it as it as if it was back in the National League, and I mean that as in with the substitution. Yeah. But we've got to remember at this level they were hungry, and I I thought their midfield trampled all over ours. If I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I just didn't think we had enough players who were prepared to roll up the sleeve. And let's be honest, we've been in this situation four times previously, haven't we, where we've yeah. been down to, uh, down to 10 men. I think we won, won three and drew one of them, I think, was exactly. the record off memory. Yeah, it's just a shame that... Uh, it was new. You know, I'm not saying we didn't try, but we could have put a lot more effort in, couldn't we? It, well, that's how it comes across from, the, from watching yeah. it, doesn't it? Um, and again, you know, we, there's been no mention of illness or anything like that that I've seen. So there was no real sort of, you know, it was just. But ironically, I sat there, I got on the bus afterwards and I went, oh, I, you know, I think we're going to beat Blackburn now, uh, which was really weird. Wasn't it? I just I just I, I got this feeling that the, the criticism that they will have read and seen following that game um, about how bad we were um, and the, the feeling that they will have. I, th- I think I think he's going to spur us on against Blackburn, but it does raise the question again about that away form, doesn't it? Because that away form, we've always complained about it. Even in the National League, it wasn't as good for long spells. Um, but we have just got to get it. And some of it will come naturally because we remember we've been away to everybody, haven't we? We've been away yeah. to all of them. So we're going to get a lot of the a lot of the tides from the bottom are going to start coming to us. So naturally, it'll get better anyway, I think. Um but it does, you know, we we need to be aware of it and thinking about it and trying to, to make amends, don't we? Yeah, we do. And I think we need, maybe it's not as such a, as a change as in formation-wise, but what, what we, you know, we would like maybe sometimes to see. But it's like you say, you looked at that bench and we went, oh, right, OK. Uh, where's the, where, where could we change it? Yeah. I know we had Palmer and Bickerstaff on the bench. Palmer's not been up to scratch. You know, we've, we've been lucky that Fletcher has yeah. hit the ball, you know, since, you know, he's come in and done them games and he scored them goals because I don't think Ollie would have scored them goals yeah. if he'd been playing. I, um, and it's not, I just think criticism, sometimes it's confidence, isn't it? Dipping form, they all get it. But I just think we looked at the bench and thought, oh, right, okay. Uh, I'd take a point now, wouldn't we? Do you know, we yeah. would uh, when, yeah. then go, when they scored. But it's just... But I'm with you as well. I don't want to touch on too much, but I think we'll get a performance of Blackburn. Yeah. Um, so, any, 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 I mean, I, I thought Conquer was our best player, which probably tells you a lot. Uh, I thought Cleworth were, was really good. Um, I, you know, if I, if you have to sort of look, you look at Boyle and go, oh, I wish, wish you hadn't have done that. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a general lethargic performance rather than just one or two stinkers, wasn't it? That was the surprise, you know. Even George Evans and stuff. No, just none of them reached that. Reached those. You know, you need the majority of them playing seven out of ten, and we we win most games, don't we? Because they are better players, and we didn't. We had a, we had too many fives and sixes. Is how I would describe it. They had seven, probably seven players out of eleven who were better. As in, if you've got seven players as a nucleus, you can normally normally grind out a result. Yeah. Um, I just think we've seen glimpses again of Barney and. Just let let him off the hook, let him go sometimes, and that you know I know it's difficult with ten men. You sort of look at it and you think, but 
the lad has got unbelievable skill and he's the only pace in the team we've got to beat a man. Elliot Lee could beat a man, don't get me wrong, but Barney's got that. When he puts the burners on, nobody can live with him, can they? No, yeah, we need to play to his strengths. Uh, and my request would be that we played some football and, uh, you know, let our midfield play a bit. Let's not go over the top of them all the time because um, toes are pinging long balls. Uh, again, you know, there were so many passes went out of play and it was just yeah. like, I say, it was like we it's like we got off the bus two minutes before, put our socks and boots on and then just ran out and not, you know, uh, we just weren't at it. So a day to forget, sadly, um, uh, away at Newport. Um, but we have got a good game to look forward to, at least. Well, I'm saying that it's another away game and we don't know what we're going to get yet. But we've got the potential of an exciting game that we'll look forward to uh, at Blackburn on Monday night. So uh, should we have a break and then come back and uh, we'll go over that? Okay, no worries. Looking for high quality furniture for your home? Look no further than J. Scott's Furnishings and Mark Wheel. With a wide selection of contemporary and classic styles and a showroom packed full of exceptional furniture from leading manufacturers, you'll find the perfect pieces to suit your taste and budget. With over 60 years of experience and our expert design team, we'll help you create a space that's both beautiful and functional. From sofas to dining sets, bedroom suites to home solutions, we've got it all. So why wait? Visit us today at the Old School in Mark Wheel or visit our website, jscottfurnishers.co.uk. J. Scott's Furnishings in Mark Wheel, where style meets affordability. Uh, so, as we sit, what day is it? It's Wednesday, isn't it? As we sit here, yeah. uh, the club have put out an update saying that uh, they're pleased to. In fact, I should share, share. Share your screen, Matthew. Oh, I would if I could. There we go. Share. Uh, we are pleased to confirm we were able to release further additional tickets for our FA Cup fourth round tie against Blackburn Rovers. So they're going on sale at 12pm tomorrow, uh, only sold online, uh, and they're limited to one ticket per account. doesn't say how many we've got, but it does say they're putting more buses on. Um, are, are you going to Blackburn or what's your situation? Yeah, I'm going to Blackburn, yeah. You're going to Blackburn. Um, so, uh, which we are as well. Um, again, we'll be, uh, I'm on the MH Travel bus. What are you doing? Uh, General's fun bus from Hill Street. Oh, okay. Uh, that will be fun. Um, I booked my Super Bowl tickets actually for there um, this week because I'm going to watch the Super Bowl there. Um, so we, um, it, it says they're putting more buses on because we had, I think it was 18 buses that we uh, that we had on, uh, wow. and I, they're, they're obviously uh, they're obviously thinking they might need one or two more depending on how many tickets. I, don't, I can't see in this article how many more we're getting. Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't seem to say, which is unusual. But anyway, they've got some more. Um, whether I'm assuming it'll be in the same, will it be in the same stand? I'm not sure. I think I read somewhere that it holds seven two seven four. Okay, so that. they've given us seven, so they're going to fill it up then. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it's that. Um, yeah. Because my next question was going to be to you, and it just scoured it quickly. Then. Yeah. It just says for members, doesn't it? So obviously, it's not going to go to general. No. Uh, Hang on. So I'm... Uh... No, they go on general sale to 12 o'clock. Right. So just with it saying one per account. Yeah. Um, it's You've obviously got to be a membership account, but general, well, it's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I think we, I think if they give us another 2,000, I'm not saying we'd sell the 2,000, 
but we come pretty close to it. Yeah, well, we'll find out because I'm sure we'll sell them, even though it's last minute. Plenty of time yeah. for people to arrange stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, I know the MH travel bus is full, but the club are going to put, put on some more buses, um, and there are sort of car parks and stuff that you can uh, that you can use. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so that's just a, a little bit of breaking news. So. Uh, Fundamentally, we've got FA Cup, so different competition, fresh feel, bit of excitement. Players will be slightly more motivated, we hope, because obviously uh, 7.30, under the floodlights on BBC Wales, I believe it is, isn't it? That uh, yeah. it's the BBC Wales who uh, who got it moved and uh, made our lives miserable, basically, <laughs> for moving it from a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, from a traditional footballing, uh, for footballing day. So, um, our... Potential. The, the thing that we should be positive about, and again, I'll um, just for the benefit of people who use YouTube, let's share that screen. Uh, there's some uh, there's some form for Blackburn, if you like. Um, so uh, we're going back to Boxing Day. They lost three nil to Huddersfield. Then they lost three two to Hull. Uh, they drew two all with Rotherham. They beat Cambridge, obviously, in the FA Cup. Uh, five two, and just a, a note on that. I saw a, a tweet from a Cambridge fan, and he said, uh, "You'll have a chance against them, because we played them without a striker, and we still scored two goals." So um, I don't know what the Cambridge sort of why how that happened, but that's what happened. Uh, they lost four one to West Brom, and they drew one all with Huddersfield. Um, there, it's not a very positive place to be at the moment. That that environment. Uh, having spoke to Dan yes, uh, yesterday, the uh, Blackburn fan, um, Venkies are um, <clears throat> Venkies have got issues getting money into the country, so you know they're scrapping around for how they can pay bills and players and you know transfer fees and what have you, um, because uh, it's not easy for them to get money over from India. Uh, apparently, they're not not great. They don't come to to games, and then the form is bad. It's sort of almost on paper. You'd look at that if it wasn't Wrexham. You'd look at that, Richie, and go, "There's an upset here, wouldn't you?" I think you could say you couldn't pick a better team to play. Yeah, um, that's the high up as well, and sort of you know, it's beatable. They're beatable, is what it was. What I wrote on the day, yeah. the draw. Yeah, definitely. They obviously were in the playoffs last year, weren't they? I think or just missed out. They were, they were, they were up there, weren't they, last year? Um, yeah, and they just. Remember. Sort of like the second syndrome, second season syndrome of after the playoffs, teams who don't make the playoffs, they put all the money and invested everything into getting up or getting in the playoffs. It didn't work out, bang straight back down. You know, on the 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 way to uh, a yeah. re- bit of a relegation battle, I think. Yeah, um, they, they need to be careful, don't they? Um... And they can see goals for fun, especially on set pieces. Yeah, um, I think they've conceded over fifty goals. In the championship, so you know, it's it's all it's like you say it's there, it's set, um, the scene set for us to go there, and put on another fantastic evening, uh, in the FA Cup for us, and I really think we will put on a show. Yeah, I well, I think we'll I I I wouldn't mind bringing them back to the race course. I wouldn't mind that. Um, but I've got I just as as I said to Dan, I. 
I think I actually said to him, I, I was a bit cautious, and I said, I, th I think it'll be a draw. But this is a chance. This is a winnable game. The danger man will be Smodix, won't it? He's the guy yeah. um, that's come out of... I'm going to want to say he's come out of nowhere. But he's, got, he's an attacking midfielder, basically. has scored 16 goals and got three assists this season. If you take him out of that side, this might be a simplistic view because I'm sure other people would have stepped up, probably. But you take him out of that side and you look at the goals here, you've got ones, twos, ones, twos, fives from Sigurdsson, um, three, one. It's, you know, there's, they, are, they, are, they are struggling to score goals. Um, and obviously, like we know, like you've said at the back, um, and Dan said that he said that you know balls it crosses into the box uh, and set pieces like the long throw of Toza, um, and George Evans has got one just in case people didn't realise are going to be a problem for him. So this has got all the makings. The the TV companies will be rubbing their hands with glee, going, "Oh, there's a potential upset here," uh, and the BB, the BBC will be uh, potentially laughing uh, if there is an upset and their footage is shared around the world, won't it? Yeah, we've just got to, we've got to put them under siege. We've just got yeah. to... Early I goal. Know, Go I know we, just goal. And, we just sat there and said, oh, about, oh, are we not long balls at Newport and they were just running out of play and we didn't make anything off them. We've got to put, it's got to be on them because they will not want us to get an early goal, like you said. Yeah. We get an early goal in the first 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're backs against the wall and they may only have, I don't know, the same amount of fans as us in the stadium. Yeah. But it won't be a nice stadium to be in no. for them. That's so what he was... That's, that, that, that's, yeah. that's what Dan was saying. Is that, like, you know, that an already fed-up fan base will quite quickly become... You know, you'll get that negative sort of feeling in, in the stadium if Wrexham can somehow get an early goal. I When the draw was made, obviously, I did a little bit, looked at them, seen that they conceded a lot of goals. We will get him the sack. Uh, yeah, when, we speak, when we speak next week, I think he'll be gone. It's a bit like Matt Taylor at Shrewsbury. Basically, we got him the sack, didn't we? Um, yeah. It was losing to us that uh, that's basically uh, put you know put the nail in the coffin. Um, and I think you're the, you're, you're, we're in the same boat. Yeah, Jondal Thomason, uh, once famous Danish midfielder, played in Newcastle, uh, AC Milan. Can't remember some of his other clubs. There'll be more. Um, but obviously, he's really struggling here. Um, and obviously everything that's going on in and around the club it is just sort of set up for that uh, that archetypal, um, you know, uh, cup cup upset. And it would be an upset because you know this is a championship club. You know they are in yeah. even on paper, even though they're out of form on paper, these players are a much higher level than what we've got, aren't they? But the, you know even Elliot Lee, you know, didn't really nail down a place in the championship, did he? No, and I think we went to commentary. Um... Last year, and they were they were mid table, but you know they they were they were looking to go into the playoffs. And you would yeah. people you spoke to, at Coventry fans I spoke to as well, they were hoping that you know they get a, and they did get a push towards the end. Yeah, but I just think it's in a bit of a decline, isn't it? As in, uh, you know, you're going to give them the respect they deserve because they are a championship club. Absolutely, you know, they're a couple of weeks higher than us. But I just think we it's scored the first us. goal. We scored the first goal, and it's got cup shot. Cup shock written all over yeah. it, and it's not being big any going into it because I do, I do generally feel that we'll win it there on the night. Um, right. it won't need a replay if it goes to that and we get a replay, then you know it is what it is. But I think we can go there and win. They will yeah. hate the, the well, in fact, that's again Dan, Dan refers that the, the idea of a replay in Wrexham does not that fills them with dread. Um, yeah. 
he was saying what the motivating factor might be was the the fact that obviously what they really need is to get through this round uh, to get a payday off a big club. So that's obviously what they're hoping for. Uh, but I'm not sure players think the players might if you know if if there's I, we don't understand fully their situation financially, but if there's chat of them not getting paid and stuff like that and it, or you know then they don't care about that. They're just you know they they'll be switched off they'll be disengaged if it's getting that bad um you know they'll have already had people knock at the manager's door going you know what's going on gaffer i don't feel safe in me in my job so um those are the things that john dal thomason will be dealing with you know not being able to pay caterers and all that type of stuff um so i yeah i i, I agree it's, it's got the great the, the, the great potential um so team wise Last year when we went to Coventry, we rocked up and the team was definitely not what we were expecting. Uh, and we still managed to get a result, but it definitely wasn't what we were expecting. So we've got limited information on injuries, etc. What are we What are we thinking here? What Where are we going? What are we, uh, what are we doing? I'll tell you one. That'll be starting. That's the first name. <laughs> Is that because he's, think... cause of, his, cause of his cup record or what? Because what? he got taken off as well. He got sacrificed. Okay. Second yeah. time he's done it, isn't it, this season? Over Palmer, uh, even though Palmer's only played, I don't know what he played, 20 minutes or something? Dalby still starts for me. OK, I'm just playing devil's advocate of, is all, that's yeah, all. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. of, of the cup record as well, like you say. Um, you know, I think sometimes you just... That idea does come into managers' heads, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that really, that goal that was it sort of shot him. After that, oh, he was yeah. brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, I still I expect Arthur to start. Yeah. Um, you don't think he'll? Yeah, he won't rest him or anything, or do anything fancy. No. No. This is the back three is just where I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, and I think if there was changes, I don't think any of them could argue. Is so. Um, I think. Play. I think. Um, I think start. Just to, just for some context, so we've had a reserve team fixture today. Was it today or yesterday? I've lost track now. To, which Tony Cliff and Hayden have played in. Um, so they're, what we don't know is exactly how close are, you know, could they do an hour or what? We don't know, do we? But Max and Tozer are going to start. It's got to be O'Connell, hasn't it? Right, I'm going to throw it in here now. I don't think Tozer starts. Oh, he'll start Ben Tozer. Don't be... Don't be I know, don't. I know. said no, this no, before, he always starts. No, so we don't... I don't think he will. I think O'Connell will start in the middle and I think he's hoping... That maybe Tunnicliffe will start on the left. Yeah, because he, he could use it to give them some fitness, couldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so I the reason I don't think that is because I think if if they if they know what we know and that it's that that's the, that they struggle aerially and from set pieces, then that long throw is a weapon. So, uh, so that's why I don't think I, I don't think that that will happen. But anyway, go on, carry on. But I could also see Max starting on the left and Hayden coming on the right. So it's a flip of a coin. Because I think Max starts, but where he starts is the question. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, about how they both come through today, isn't it? Yeah. And which is what we're not going to know. Uh, no, no, no. But it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. But then you, you, wouldn't, like, you wouldn't like to see a... Max has to start because you wouldn't like to see a back three of Tunnicliffe, Hayden and O'Connell going to be off after a quarter of an hour. Yeah, yeah, we could be in trouble there. No, Max... I th- so for me, it's, it'll be Max, Ben and O'Connell. Uh, any so any other changes? So Barney on the right, got to be yeah, got to be Barney on the right. McLean on the left. So BAU. This is, he's back, isn't he, Mendy? He'll be back. I don't. Um, uh, I don't know. 
final group game, wasn't it? Yeah. So they, they didn't go through. So he's but, back. I know so this he, is where you yeah. do travelling to three games to McLean playing last five, is it, in a row? And you, not 90 minutes in all of them, but near enough. You've got to... Uh, it's it's what he's got left in the tank, isn't it? But I yeah, think, I think big ground in it. Big ground atmosphere. He probably will go with. And the experience of against you know yeah. those uh, those top sides. Uh, then your midfield. Uh, I mean, it's going to start Evans and Lee for sure. Is the question whether Cannon's fit, uh, or he just wants to give Luke Young a game? Is that James Jones's position? Is that the only vulnerable spot? Probably, if if he even considers that. Yeah, I I think Luke Young's not in the running for it. I, okay. I really don't think. I don't think you can bring somebody sort of adrift. He's been in and around the team, but minutes-wise... Not done, yeah. No. He played today. Again, he's played today. Uh, but it's yeah. one reserve game in, I don't know, you know, how many games has he been out? So that's this is the, the trouble, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. I would, I would imagine James Jones starts, probably. Okay. Uh, and maybe Cannon can make the bench, depending on his fitness, yeah. uh, and, and ease him back in. Uh, and then Mullen and Dolby up top for you. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm trying to debate whether... Uh, I don't think I disagree with you. I'm just trying to wonder whether he might just play Palmer, given... I think he might have definitely played him if, if Dolby had played 90 minutes, perhaps, on Saturday. Yeah, but the I fact he yeah, hasn't, yeah. Um, I just wonder whether he'll use it to start with, start him. But I, I can see how either of them started. Uh, and again, it's hard because we don't know what's Fletcher's situation. If Fletcher's was just a real light sprain and they didn't want to risk him, then I'm st- if he's fit, I'm, I'm starting Fletcher because he will be a problem for him, money. Yeah. In an ideal world, we want the same as last year, 4-1 up and take Moles off. It's just not the more than finished. Can you imagine if we were if we were 3-0 up after 15 minutes or whatever it was, it'd be the, uh, the place, that stand will be bouncing. Uh, yeah. It'll be chaos. So, okay, so with that, all that in mind, I'm going to play it safe. Even though I'm really confident, just not if it was at home, I'd be, I'd be putting money on us. Because it's away and we just had that disappointing result. I'm going to play it safe and I'm going to say it's, we're going to get a draw. We're going to bring them back to the race course and we're going to beat them. Um, but what's your score prediction here? I'm looking at his face to see if there's a wild one coming here. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm thinking. I'm going on the lines of three-one win, but I could see it being a three-two. Right. Uh, but I think their second goal will be scored in injury time in the last few minutes. You know we don't score goals away from home, don't you? What well, we scored like eleven or something all season, some daft. But in the cup, will be different. Okay. Are we going to win the I FA Cup here, Richie? Is that what you're saying? To yeah. me? Well, I'm not going to win it, but it's quite interesting what, what you because I've only heard a little snippets of of your interview with the guy from Blackburn. With the cup draw. Of course, yeah, I forgot about that. Draw. So that's prior, yeah. that's prior, that'll be on, is that, uh, are they doing that in the build-up to the Monday game then? Is that like a seven o'clock on Monday thing? I think they did it, did they do it Sunday last time? Um, uh, uh, sure. It's before the game, obviously, um, I think, we, we're saying. I just think, like you're saying about the problems of Blackburn and things like that, obviously, if, if it was Man City or Liverpool away, or Tottenham away, or Man United, would the Blackburn players really be up for going there and getting a battering? 
you know, it's, it's going to be a 5 0, isn't it? Whatever they go with, it's only them teams in the top five of the Premier League. So in, I can't really see. Is it the fifth, can't really fifth see them being motivated for that? Fifth round, isn't it? That it would be the fifth round draw. Yeah. Is this the fourth round? I've lost track. Yeah, this is the fourth round, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't see. Uh, I can't see. I've, I've Googled it and I can't see very quickly. Yeah. It's not an obvious. It's on this day at this time. I think it's in the build. I, I think it'll be on the Monday in the build up uh, to the game. It was the Monday last time. But anyway, um, it'll just add to the spice, won't it? That's the thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be the winner. It was it. It was Richard Mil- Maidstone, couldn't it? You know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Look at the draw, isn't that it? That will be it. Well, that will be it. That don't fear. That will be a switch. But uh, it, that isn't going to be Maidstone. Um, but anyway, okay. Um, so you reckon Wrexham by one or two goals away from home? Yeah. I'm yeah. saying a draw. I will beat them, but I am confident. It won't surprise me if we if we win this game. I will not be surprised at all. Um, because uh, we have got those performances in us, haven't we? You know, um, we have got that quality, and they will be rattled after that last uh, after that last game. Um, so, so if, you're player, if, you're almost, if you're a Blackburn player, yeah, are you turning Wrexham around so they're not shooting towards all us in the second half? Oh, but that if you win mean, the toss. That would mean you're not shooting towards your own fans. You know, psychologically, you've got to think of these things. You would, I wouldn't want Wrexham shooting towards that seven half, seven thousand. In the second half, if you're still in the game, yeah, yeah, I know it'll be interesting. You know, we'll see. We will see. There are all these little, uh, little, little things that make this make it very interesting. Um, so we will, uh, we will come back next week. Hopefully, uh, Alex might be back. Uh, maybe you'll be here, depending. I don't know whether you'll be like drunk and lost in Blackburn and st- stuck in a curry house because we've won and like you know you got no way of getting home or what. I don't know. I'll just get a list off of Venky's chicken or something. Like <laughs> let's let's not promote them. Um, so yeah, we'll come back. Hopefully, we'll have a couple of set to talk about, um, and we'll uh, we'll have, you know we'll be we'll be building up, but we'll uh, we'll come back next week and we'll do it all again if that's all right with you. Yeah, no worries at all. But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town or city proud Laying under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Shine, you'll hear our cries. Hold our hands up as the Welsh dragon flies. We're loyal supporters on a lifelong journey. We'll live in hope, but we'll die in Cadbury. I've been telling everyone I see. I've been telling. I've been telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league 
a talent like Joey Jones And his best mate Mickey T Dye Davis was a druid He loved Cumbry And his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree Legends from far afield like Trinidad We've had great plays And some who drove us mad We've seen the lows and the highs Seeing it all unfold Right before our eyes We've done it all the wreck some way We'll remember everything on that promotion day I've been telling everyone I see I've been telling everyone I know I've been telling everyone who listens to me Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday I've been selling my nephew and my godson I've been selling my dog and the postman I've been selling my mum and dad for years Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league